Facebook discovered that they were able to affect real-world behavior and emotions without ever triggering the user's awareness. They are completely clueless. Fake news spreads six times faster than true news. We're being bombarded with rumors. If everyone's entitled to their own facts, there's really no need for people to come together. In fact, there's really no need for people to interact. We have less control over who we are and what we really believe. If you want to control the population of your country, there has never been a tool as effective as Facebook. Uh, all right, everybody, welcome into another back to back episode. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the social dilemma. So put down your phones, stop scrolling. We're Matt and Bob, we're here to pod. You're listening to the analysis. Take Bob's a swig of wine. Man. Yeah, there we go. Gotta, gotta get loose. Gotta, uh, the, a dystopian doomsday is upon us, Bob. I'm trying to, get, I'm trying to stay loose here. Yeah, man. We're not talking uh, about Black Mirror today. We're talking about the social dilemma, which is real life Black Mirror. It, it honestly is. That that's the perfect way to put it, right right out of the gate. So like usually I'm the documentary guy. I I, I bring the docs to the to the table, and uh, and this time you got one over on me. This was a uh, uh, hit at Sundance. Netflix bought it up uh, and put it to stream right away. <laughs> so yeah. uh, as they are want to do. Um, I was in the middle of watching a very sweet documentary about a man and an octopus he befriended. <laughs> when I get a text, you gotta watch this. <laughs> so I put it was my next watch, and I was riding high on uh, good good vibes, goodwill, uh, a really sweet, simple story. Um, very I'm hopeful. sorry. <laughs> and now, uh, and now I'm stuck with like, uh, well, this is how it ends in a fiery civil war. The nukes will be launched uh, based on someone watching a flat Earth video. Um, what? So uh, break this down for us. So what? What was your reaction? Uh, fired up, man. And yeah. I these these stories really impact me, and they they shake me to my bones. And whether it was when you get your bone rock, get my bone rock. I got my bones rocked. First, last year, a documentary that really messed me up was the Firefest. I don't know if it was last year or a couple years ago. I, I can't really remember when the, the Firefest documentaries yep. dropped. But just th- our society's desperate need to avoid FOMO, to be part of a movement, even despite everything <laughs> suggesting the otherwise people will follow a movement off of a cliff just to say that they were part of something. Yep. Uh-huh. And that was something that I, I really chewed on for a while and and just the danger of influencers and celebrity and, and, and all of that. It, it really just kind of messed with me. And, and this even took it a step further. And I think I, I wrote down so many quotes from this movie, play the siren every time I, I reference my notes, but one of the the lines that really took me and and i mean it's just so obvious our addiction to our phone and even people that are actively working to to cut the cord in terms of their addiction to their social media but it's just the only 
two industries that use the term users to describe their clientele is the technology industry and the drug industry. That was my favorite quote, too. So the movie puts up all these quotes to kind of as like act breaks um, or like chapter titles, really. But they're so good, all of them. And like and then all the sound bites. Uh, I don't want to give too much of this away, really. I, I want people. I really want people to go out and, and watch this. Um, so I would definitely encourage everyone to do that before listening to this. Um, and this can kind of be our review plug for, for, I guess, if you will. But like, this is something everyone needs to watch. And, and like, honestly, and like, while you're watching it, can you stay off your phone? Uh, do, yeah. do, do you have like even as it's telling you what is happening to your brain, you are unable to resist those notifications popping up on your screen as it's as your phone's next to you in your bed. Like this is such a plague. Like the the FOMO thing. I mean, this is so real now. It's like you are so afraid of missing out on information or events. You will yeah. disregard the current event you are in. Like it, it doesn't matter what you are doing. Every like the grass is always greener. Like has come so immediately to us. You where... can't. People would go to concerts, and the whole thing is getting a post so that you can share that you were at this concert because that will will trigger that dopamine in your mind and and get the people dopamine to... from a like of your concert video is a greater high to people than enjoying the music that they're there to watch in person. Yeah, and, 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 and to say nothing of the fact that everybody's concert videos looks like shit, <laughs> like all of them, yeah. they they all are yeah. terrible. Ariana Grande from seven football fields away, but thank you so much for the share. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I oh god, that shit makes me but mad. But anyway, but but yeah. what is so great about this documentary is that the people that have created this technology are telling you how destructive it is yeah and they won't let their kids use it they i mean they're struggling with their own mental capa- or um uh, willpower to yeah. prevent themselves using it i liked it's... that bit when they were talking about the things that drew them and, and and one of the the guys is talking about the your phone talking to you through your leg the buzzing in your leg and he yeah. says my thing's my email i can't get away from my email uh, but you know, I've, I've a lot of these guys just will. They're zealots when it comes to their kids using this stuff. They won't let their kids touch it, and that, that's very telling. When all of oh, these tech guys won't, won't let their kids use it, but and it's it's just it's it's such a problem. And another line that I really liked in this was when the guy said, the, "A bicycle was a tool." A bicycle is something that's going to make humanity better, but a bicycle is not reaching out to you and actively trying to get you to ride it. It's just there for when you choose. And really, these technologies and these machines have gotten so good at understanding human behavior and human emotion that they are they are actively pulling you in. And, and people, I think everybody should, once watching this documentary, go to their iPhone settings and take a look at their screen time and take a look at what apps are, oh, are God, sucking yes. three or four hours out of their day. And I know I did. And Turn off your notifications. Yeah, me too, man. I yeah, mean, the notifications then, are the biggest thing. But like, really, oh, he hasn't used his phone in a while. Let's let's get him to engage. Yeah, you're, and then your phone buzzes, and then all of a sudden you're off and running. And... and it's just so interesting all of the different nuances of this of these 
testimonies from these guys where he said, I invented the like button to try mm-hmm. to spread more positivity in this world. <laughs> I had no idea that it was going to change elections and make teenagers depressed because they're not getting enough likes. It, it Like everything, even though if it's invented for the good of humanity, it once it gets unleashed, it manifests and and shines a light on all the worst parts of humanity and and that's a a, a quote that i really liked that that tristan harris character yeah he kind of becomes the the protagonist of the film really yeah he's the one leading the humane project right or trying to get tech industries to to sign on to these you know pledges or whatever it is and spread awareness um one of my favorite quotes was um if you're not paying for a product or a tool, you are the product. You are the product then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he he later at, at the end of the film says, and it, it's just so impactful, and it, it's one that uh, me and my, my girlfriend really thought about, was it's not the tech is being the threat. It's the tech's ability to bring out the worst in society and the oh, worst God. in society is the threat to society. This, that, that's this tech has, so obvious right now. Yeah, and it's and it and it really polarizes everybody. You just get more pushed into whatever camp because they're only going to funnel you things that reinforce your opinion and make you go deeper down rabbit holes. And it it creates loneliness. It creates anger, and it distracts you from real issues and real engagement in this world. And so you know, it's just now that they're they're saying. You know, we've never been more divided as a country politically because people people really think the biggest threat to America is Republicans and the Republicans really think the biggest threat to America is Democrats. And it's because all you're getting pushed is is whatever is going to keep you on that platform and whatever is going to funnel your emotions towards that behavior. And so it's just I think it's really scary when they say, what do you think the, the worst case scenario is? And the guy says civil war, civil war. Uh, I. We're, we're going to destroy ourselves. Yeah. And like, I, I truly believe that like people are so entrenched. Like you, you've seen like, you know, Congress and the Senate not being able to get anything done for ages. Like uh, it's just a constant deadlock where it's just 50, 50. This person is the worst. This person is the worst. And then it just creates like this inability to do anything. It's worthwhile. two different countries. We're living yeah. in two different countries right now, honestly. Yeah. And it's it's such a such a scary thought and just i liked what what the guy was giving and and the the movie ends very hopefully where they're saying hey the reason why we give criticism to this is because we believe in the opportunity that it has to do good in the world so i'm being critical cuz i think they can do better and i think they can can do more besides just expanding and monetizing this and growing every quarter you know that it really could be could be used and regulated and really what they're calling for is regulation but you know there's a there's there's an expert on there at the end and and he's written a couple books but he's he's talking about ways to to parent your kids with it and it's like well middle school's hard enough keep them off the stuff uh until high school and ask them what a reasonable amount of time that they should be spending on their phone they'll probably give you a pretty reasonable hourly yeah. count and then just hold them accountable to that and then you know do the and, and but before bed like out devices out of the room you know stuff like that it's it, those are just good behaviors to install into kids because me and you we 
we didn't grow up with this stuff. We, it came, we were halfway through college. We were already basically adults, even though some people that know me personally might stay, I'm still working on it, but it's, (laughs) you know, we, we were, we were mature enough to at least handle it. And it hadn't even taken off when we first got introduced to it. And so like, I can't imagine being a grade school kid going into middle school and then making that transition to high school, having everything, the like button, having the filters on Snapchat, having the the misidentity and all that shit. It really it is. Sounds like trouble. an absolute nightmare. Yeah, absolute and those nightmare. suicide rates are up. Suicide yeah. attempts are up. Depression is up almost three times to to what it was when me and you were growing up, man. And it was fucking impossible to get through middle school as it was, let alone mm. with all this shit. I I was recently in Chicago, as you well know, um, and I was kind of struck by how really normal everyone looked in comparison to LA. Like you, you kind of, you have to leave LA to really um, be reminded of this, but like people are so obsessed with the Kim, the Kylie Jenner's of the world. And they all want to look like her because they're all doing their own like makeup YouTube and uh, Snapchat, Instagram show They're You know, they're all trying to do the same thing and monetize their brand and all that crap. They all look the same. Everyone has the same makeup, the same plastic surgeries. And like, I'm talking about like 18 year olds, Uh, like these hostesses I work at at this restaurant and they all look the same. They're all like talking about like, oh, how much money did your lip job cost? And how much Botox should I get a year? And like, this is absurd. Like, these kids are so young, um, and like everyone just wants to look the same. It's so fucking weird. And then you go to a place like Chicago, which is you know not immune to social media, but like people look different. They look real. It's it's it, that that kind of struck me about that as well. Um, it's it's so fucking and and it everything is designed. Everything is designed by psychology experts, and and they talk a lot, and they make comparisons to this to magic tricks and and how it's slowly over time changing your behavior changing your behavior with the phone but also changing your buying behavior to where you don't even realize how it's affected your buying behavior and you're not even making conscious decisions for yourself at that point yeah what what did uh one of the early um workers of instagram was like man like the, the the space it's just like one big mall yeah like the, the the internet used to be cool it used to be like it was creative you know, f- creative and full of ideas and now it's just like everyone's trying to sell you stuff yeah and, and which you know you talk about her and like you know you're walking around with this ai nonstop, and it that sounds kind of dystopian and, and bizarre but to be more useful than we're we're at right now where it's just like it's just companies using data on your buying habits to sell you things constantly Whereas yeah. a, an actual usable tool. I like um, the guy that had the stupid faux hawk haircut. The, it's It was so Silicon Valley, the way these dudes yeah. looked, by the way. Even Pete Campbell, yeah. who was who had the three yeah, different Pete looks. Yeah, Pete Campbell. <laughs> he had Pete Campbell from Mad Men. But he had the three different looks when he had the like stupid haircut. Um, because yeah. he's representing, because there's three different, uh, three different goals that they set for social media it's 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 trying to make you growable so are you bringing people to the platform um it's trying to get you to to have a lot of activity on there and it's trying to get you to buy and so those are and so all three of those guys were representing different different parts of the goals but uh they they all looked pretty silly anyway 
But he was the one who said he was making suggestions on ways to regulate it. And he was like, it's almost like the the water company or the electricity company, right? Where it's like at a certain point, you know, if you go, you're going to be taxed if you bring in so much data. Like you should only be able to bring in so much human data on a person um, before you're cut off, basically. It's, it's the same with carbon tax. Like, like, like one of the most sensible ways to combat global warming, I've, I've, I've heard, is carbon tax. Like, if you want to pollute, you got to pay for it, and then we're going to use that money to like undo what you did. Yeah, um, and so that's really what should be happening here, where it's like, okay, if you want to take six hours of Matt's social media behavior and and try to package that and sell that like there's got to be some sort of tax on there and and so for facebook and instagram and google to say like oh we can handle it and and we know what's going on and we'll be able to regulate ourselves that's just very backwards thinking and obviously they have incentive to say that and to not have regulation on them because they're going to be able to just name a price and that's why they're the biggest companies in the world but it yeah. it is damaging and i don't even even if we you can't unwind it now because we've already learned the behavior. So mm -hmm. there'll just be another company that comes in and does something different. Like you can make small tweaks, but you can't change this entirely. And the only way to do it is to just bring awareness, which I hope this movie will do. 100%. How did you feel about the uh, recreation scenes, like the through line? I definitely was done with them pretty quickly. I, I, I think they, the... I think... I, I, I didn't expect them to be leaned on so hard. It's almost yeah. half of the documentary. But I'm at the like, same time, I there was some They're relatable. What, 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 I mean, like, like that little girl when she's like licking herself and you see that, you know, she sheds a tear. I was like, man, that's that's pretty impressive for, you know, you look at the call sheet, you're like, oh, it's like a recreation for a documentary, like, yawn. Yeah. But they, they kind of went for it a little. I, I just think that the... Once we got into the, you know, the, what's his name? Pete, what's his name? Pete Campbell. Uh, I don't know yeah, his real the, name. The, yeah, the Pete Campbell stuff, I think, was the most effective of the using actors to, because really, I just wanted to see the talking heads. Yeah. Uh, but there it, was some like, moments, like, when they try to put their phones in in the bucket or whatever during dinner, and the little girl breaks out the hammer, and it's, like, really showing the addiction, but... I mean, I think most people are are watching that scene, reflecting and going, "Man, I can't remember the last time I had a dinner without my phone sitting there up on the table, or at least yeah. in my pocket." And the uh -huh. kids trying to to go a week without it, and you know, the phone's he, gonna phone's gonna get you in there, man. So he lasts three days until uh, like, oh, let, let's show him that his ex girlfriend is with his best friend. Boom, done. Downward yeah. spiral. Um, I I thought it was it was effective to a point. But I did think it took up too much of the episode or uh, movie. Um, this did, I, I, to be honest, I frankly just wanted an extended explained. I think yeah. it's just like it's just talking heads and then you know maybe animated uh, slides. Um, explained being that Netflix and Netflix explain, which I love. Yeah, um, it's just again, super it's, impactful, man. Yeah, like, the a lot of a lot of great lines ring the siren every time I reference it, but um, the uh, social media is the marketplace that trades exclusively human features. And, yeah. And so it's, the it's again, going back to if you're not buying something, if you're not buying a product, you are the product, you know? Uh, it's just so scary, man, because it's so relatable, and you're like, man, yeah, I, I mean, 
everyone is victim to this to some extent obviously like no one's going to go completely off the grid you you lose out on a very useful device in terms of like being up to date and like yeah. connecting and 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 news if you care to seek out the truth the facebook news yeah well, the how fake about, how news about... that was a whole nother thing yeah like like fake news is six times more likely to trend than the truth so who's like, more likely to win and yeah. and I like the way he used the the up the uphill downhill table where he's like yeah, it's you know it's slanted and it's and it's six times more likely so yes like if you want to seek if you want to seek true news you got to climb uphill but so few people are likely to climb uphill a lot of people find it's easier just to take the fake news, and it's just. It's cr- uh, it's just compounding, man. I mean, like, okay, like four years ago, you know, Russia interfering on with the election, with the, creating a bunch of Facebook accounts and and nudging people one way or the other. But now it's just like so compounded with like all the protest videos and the spin. It's like, oh, here's a video of a guy smashing a window. It's it's so easy to manipulate people. On these platforms. Especially because we have all of your behavior from anything that has ever interested you the last 10 years or so. So it's just, it's fucking crazy. And I just, the other day, I had a Facebook message from uh, an actress, a a person who I was in a show with, and and we were good friends. And she she messaged me, just happy birthday, how are you? And I missed it because I actually deleted Facebook about a month ago off my phone and I said sorry I, I haven't um been on Facebook in a while you know and she was like hey I've been th- I just watched Social Dilemma and I've been thinking about deleting it myself but I'm worried about losing contact with all these people and that's just that's the the real advantage that they have is it has done a little bit of good and it does keep people connected and so People are wade through so much shit. Yeah, be so mentally aware. But people are afraid to lose that, and people are afraid to lose the catalog of photos that have documented their whole life over the past ten years, and people are afraid to to not be able to randomly say congratulations to that cousin that you haven't seen in six years, you know. And so it's just, and so. It's, I just live for keep that, playing, Rob. Keep multiplying. That Rob, that Rob Grabowski, happy birthday. I really live for that every <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, listen, watching Rob cook his dinners on his on his Facebook feed. I, I really want to know that he's maybe coming to the event that I'm hosting. <laughs> hey, I'm going to come see your band. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it, it's just so important to watch this thing. It, it, it just... I mean, you you can watch a documentary about SeaWorld all day and be like, and oh, that's terrible. But like, I mean, you this this is so immediate. It's so current and necessary. And yeah, like, it might be the right. most important documentary I've ever seen. Maybe I'm living yeah. in hyperbole town right now. But in terms of um, an impact on my life, I don't disagree with you. It, it, it it's it's something that you you personally can impact. Uh, and it's it directly impacts you and everybody. This election, the the state of the world, the 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 health of the climate. It's this thing is just like growing and growing, and just man, it's just it's crazy how far off the rails we've gotten with something as innocuous as just liking someone's travel photos or like you know ha- having a a digital place to upload your 
you know your memories yeah. it's it's so it's, nuts but when they start making filters that change the way you you look to make you feel better about yourself and it's it, it is getting out of control mentally and i don't yeah. and, and i think the last thing that really stuck out to me on this was they talked about how this technology is rapidly improving every single year but the human brain is still millions of years old and yeah. so our brains are not are are not equipped enough to decipher all of the many different things that these t- pieces of technology are doing to us emotionally and we are being manipulated and that is very frightening yeah and i don't think the point really of the documentary is to get off your phone as as so much as it is to delete social media apps or data collecting apps specifically yes i mean obviously reduce screen time it'll help you go to sleep you know it'll allow you to get outside to read more um to have connection people can't sit down and have a dinner and and talk about their day without jamming on their phone and living in how about that place. how about that scene where like you know his, his buddy comes up they're having a real conversation about like you know real world problems and then their phones are chiming at them and then they just sit there t- on their phones the whole time it's so real that is happening right now uh and also like i i can't watch a film i can't watch a movie with people um I'm, like yeah in my house anymore because everyone's on their phones the entire time and like yeah actors and people who at least at one time were in the industry jamming on the phones yeah you know? like no no respect whatsoever um it, it, it's the same thing if you if you go to movie theater and and you pull your phone out it's the same thing if you're at your if you're at home yeah. like it's distracting to me to see you on your phone like it's it's my biggest pet peeve or one of um but man th- th- this just highlights so many issues it's fascinating it's horrifying it's like this is honestly the most likely way society is undone <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it we're so it's like already spiraling uh, well. and, and and the guy's like so i mean what do you think is gonna happen i mean i do you think we'll be able to he's like we have to <laughs> yeah we we have to fix this we adapt or die yeah adapt or die so yeah I guess we'll see if he was right. Before we sign off, one more thing that a buddy of mine has been doing at least for the past year or so is he, there's a setting where you can take your phone and uh, gray out all of the apps so you're not drawn to click on certain apps based on colors and brightness and in emojis and things. So he grayed everything out to give him more emotional and mental control in terms of what apps that he's huh, that's using. Interesting. So there is a there is a way to do that, but he said he he's my buddy Ronnie and and uh, he's a, an active listener on the show. But he's always he's been way ahead of the game in terms of his usage and phone usage and and his uh, relationship with social media. What is the way to do that? Do you know, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's on Google, but yeah, just Google gray out your apps. Yeah, yeah, cool man. Gray out uh, your well, apps yeah. and gray out your ass. <laughs> gray out your ass. I, I prefer to blonde out my ass. I, I like I bleach blonde the hair. There. Fair enough. I go gray. <laughs> I go silver fox asshole. Silver fox asshole. Hey, you like George Clooney? <laughs> well, look at this. <laughs> oh man, it's a it's a field of Michael Clayton. Um. Wow, that really took a turn. But uh, all right, man. Well, thank thanks thanks for the wreck. Honestly, all right, I, you're I, welcome. I love the wreck love and the wreck dumb. So yeah, reckoning. 
thank you guys for listening. Thank you for staying off your phones at least for a little bit, unless you're listening on your phone, and then turn us off. Get out of here. I'm going to yeah. go text message all these people back and go like a few Facebooks and message Rob. Yeah, I, actually, I've got to go. i got a bunch of <laughs> notifications while I was doing this. So, I, yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody, wash your hands. Stay safe. Monitor your phone. Turn off your notifications. Yeah. 100%. Unless it's the analysis. Yeah. <laughs> it's only the analysis. <laughs> Bye. Bye.